Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast, Round 6, 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who has lost his catering contract at the MCG. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, g'day, Michael. How are you? This uh, I know how you are. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, <laughs> I've lost my job. I lost. I was catering for the M- You say MCG. MCC, yeah, my yeah. friend. I yeah. had... The elite. pick of the bunch, mate. You weren't just you know handing out nuggets and fries downstairs. No, no, no. no. you no. were. I was you were uh, cooking up the trout. In the yeah, yard. well, I because I love your people and I love what you've done. You've for spoken a, kindly of us in the past. Yeah, exactly. So I thought, what best way can I pay them back uh, than other by than by doing the uh, the catering mm-hmm. in the the whole of the MCC? And so I was catering a function on Anzac Day. You were. And apparently, a few people after eating my uh, chicken and rabbit terrine. Got violently ill and up to 14 people fainted. I think it might even be more than that now. I think the count might have even gone up from then. But yeah, people people were collapsing. I think Eddie described it as... Uh, Eddie Maguire yep. described <laughs> it as uh, people colla- dropping like flies, I think. I yeah. think he said during the minute silence. You could hear people crashing, crashing against the windows as they collapsed. No, I timed, I timed it perfectly. Now, the thing about my chicken and rabbit terrine is you, you want... My ingredients are, uh, they're, they're good ingredients, okay? Don't get me wrong. It's just that they may not be chicken and rabbit, <laughs> okay? They may be, like if I, because I'm going to be, you know, there's going to be an inquiry about it. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to face up to a board. So I'm going to have to be honest about what I put in them. It may be donkey and possum terrain. Okay. But those donkeys and those possums are the finest donkeys and possums money can, well, not the finest that money can buy, because I, I don't have a get, huge budget. You can get the most you can get for top a of the small line, amount of money. Yeah, you can get top-of-the-line possums, but I just go for the ones that you might sound like, the, you know, on the Hume. <laughs> the ones that haven't made it. The ones that are, are too stupid to use that little ramp that yeah, goes across. Yeah, sure, sure. The ones you're marinating in the sun a little bit. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Aged, aged possum. Aged possum. The, uh, the best kind of possum. You charge a, a, a little hefty amount of $725 per head. Per head. Well, I think people they get what they're paid for because not only you get the you get the whole experience. Okay, you get to eat your rabbit and chicken terrine, then you get the experience of a fun ride in an ambulance. Yeah, true. Yeah, actually, who doesn't yeah. want that? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, uh, what better way to respect our fallen diggers than by falling yourself? <laughs> As the minute silence is happening. $725. I don't think I've paid that much. I wouldn't have paid that much for a meal in my lifetime, but 725 So in that, you'd get a ticket as well. So that's imagine. part of the function, yeah. Yeah, and you get a function. You get a few speakers, but still, it's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, but you would get uh, or you can have alcohol. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you know, you get... Uh, you got and, as, and, and as you vomit it up, you can, you can <laughs> yeah, then true. drink more. You can, yeah, you can uh, fit you more, more room. In. So you get that. You probably get a comedian, Michael, for that kind of money. You might get, you know... Uh, Dave Husey Hughes jumping up doing yeah, a sure. ten minutes. They probably have someone there doing a talk about Anzac Day of the past. Maybe getting like a could oh. you get a Sav Rocker up there or something like that? Talk about the first one. Oh, okay. I thought you might get like a, a Victoria Cross winner, perhaps. Like oh, a, yeah, there could a, be that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Ben Ben. 
Ben Smith. Uh, maybe, yeah. Oh, there's a double beat name. I've forgotten his name. It is double beat, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think you get former footballers talking about an Anzac Day match of the past. I oh, say so you might even get a Kevin Sheedy if. I mean, you know, if you can get Sheeds on the day, it's if very he can, hard. If he can coax him out of his hiding? Yeah, if you can go, Sheeds, mate, we just need you to talk at a funky... Yes, yes. Oh, but I get so nervous in front of people. I know, I know, but you just, you know, he t- talk about what you know, Sheeds. Here's one. They said that the toilets were covered in vomit. Is that right? Yeah, they, they, they didn't seem to think anyone was vomiting in the uh, in the dining room itself. So people made it to the bathroom. The t- but also the speed with which they went down as well. They, they said within about 20 minutes people were falling down. Well, yeah, mate, if you've had a, ever had a dodgy chicken-rabbit terrain, that's going to cut right through you. And what a combination, too, chicken and rabbit. Yeah, that's not, it's not your surf and turf. What's that? Your, your, uh, your, I don't know what you describe that. Your, your coop, and, coop and coop. They yeah, both in well, coops. Yeah, yeah, they're both kind of field animals, aren't they? Yeah, your, your coop squared. Yeah, I don't know who's going to go on with a chicken. I mean, the terrain is already a pretty di- dicey option. Is it, what, what holds the terrain together? Oh, I'm not totally sure, but it's, essentially it's almost like a meatloaf, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess it yeah. is. So it's kind of mashed up chicken, mashed up rabbit, and then you put other stuff in there as well. And then you got to cook it, and then you got to put it in the um, fridge for uh, overnight. Oh, is that is that, it's is like that a loaf? How, is that how ah oh, it sets? Yeah, that's I how you do you. it. Yeah, yeah. That's so I, I didn't I didn't know this. I didn't make them regularly, but I looked it up just yeah. to find out what they actually put in a chicken rabbit terrine. So basically, yeah, because it it doesn't look particularly appetising, but I guess when you're in there and you're like, oh, is, is this a terrine? And you're like, it's got a fancy name. It does Didn't sound fancy, it? Like yeah. It sounds like, yeah, it does. It's got a bit of a foie gras pate kind of feel to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I feel like for something that's $725, you feel like you should get a terrine at some stage, even if you don't really want it. It sounds fancy. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. And But t- I'll tell you what, it wouldn't be fun if you were going to the bathroom and you skidded through some sick... Oh, dude, vomit on the floor and, and walking through it. That's not oh, good. Oh, mate. Yeah, that is... That's not fun. We won't talk about that too long. Have I ever told the story about when we were? I was at a president's function, and the uh, barman, who was no, no the, the waiter, was a new waiter. And every time he came over, he had the tray of uh, drinks in his hand. And as he would lean in to put the beers down, he would lean with the tray. Oh, yep, yep. And change the angle of it. And like first one, uh, he dropped a tray of drinks, and it hit the floor and went all over like my pant leg and my girlfriend's leg at the time. And we kind of all had a laugh about it because, you know, a few of us got wet. And then every time he came near, we were all like cowering going, oh, and he was like, oh, please don't do that. You know, it's making me feel bad. And, you know, the manager came over and was like, you know, get your stuff dry clean. We'll pay for it. We're really sorry about this. And then he comes over later and a friend of the show, Ben Lomas, is sitting there. And so the guy comes over, he's got a tray full of beers and he leans over and he does the same thing again. He's already done this before. He leans over, he's got the whole tray of beers and just pours it all over Ben's back. <laughs> like drenches him. His suit jacket awesome. was soaked. He had to spend the next half an hour in the toilet. Yeah, sure. And that beer smell too. Under the dryer. Yeah. yeah. He just he reeked like a booze hound yeah, for the rest of the horrible. afternoon. It was fucking great. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be horrible to be that person. Uh, so what do they do for the uh, the food poisoning people? Do they go around, do they give them a refund? Do they, you know, say, hey, you know, we'll, yeah, I we'll guess try and put the vomit back into your, into yeah, your I mouth? I guess you've, you've ruined their uh, match day experience. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get a chance to boo. That's a shame. That's all you go for Anzac Day. Yeah, just so you can boo the medalist. So you can boo the winner. What, what did you make of the booing, by the way? Uh, uh, look, probably for that medal, maybe not. Not the time for it? Maybe not the time for it. What do you think of Buck saying... 
Uh, shame on anyone who boos a champion. I kind of like it that people got called on it, but also... So does that mean you can boo the shit players then? Well, I think so, fair enough, yeah. That's what he's calling out. I don't know, I think that was a refreshing take from Bucks, you know. But also, there was a bit of theatre with Pendles too, where he began to speak and he said thank you to the crowd, and then they booed. Yeah. And then he kind of paused there, like a wrestler, just kind of waiting for the moment to soak in. Uh, but I thought that was a bit odd. He didn't just keep on talking. He kind of he milked it, I suppose. You know what? I couldn't understand. Well, now I'm sounds like I'm blaming Pendles. I'm not blaming Pendles. <laughs> Stop blaming Pendles, <laughs> yeah, mate. But it's I found it refreshing what Buck said. And then also you can go through clips and you go, oh, we're Collingwood fans do it all the time. And they do. And it's, they do. You know, it's Everyone fun. does it. Yeah. yeah. I, what I didn't understand, why the fuck are Essendon fans still there? Why haven't they ducked off? You lost the game. You got to hang you, around for you, the presentation. Yeah, yeah. I'd be fucking so far out of there. Yeah, I'm not really uh, hanging around to see who got the medal. Yeah, I couldn't give a flying fuck if oh, I've no, lost no, the no, game. No, no, no. I can't leave until they've lifted the trophy. Yeah, well, because uh, you know what happens if uh, say Dyson Heppel won it? They would have been like, oh, well, that uh, that's made up for our day. We can all go home. Yeah. and talk about it's how a draw. Dyson... It's a win-win. It is. Yeah, yeah. You, you come out of the day even. Yeah. You know, I because booing has been a hot topic over the last week. It kicked off, didn't it? It kicked uh, off. So sort of, and uh, sorry, Easter Monday when people booed Gary Ablett. Boo. And, and you agreed with that. You said it's about time people started getting into him. But uh, you know what? Malcolm Blight quit his role as the uh, head coach of Geelong because of the fans booing. 1994. Yeah. He said he was making his way down uh, to the ground uh, during a mid-season game against St Kilda and they were trailing at three-quarter time and they'd just come off a loss to the Bears so they weren't looking great. 94, the Bears weren't awful, though. They made the finals first time in 95. That's so they, right. they, they would have been a thereabouts team, I imagine, back then. I think they were just starting to turn. Top of the bottom time. of the eight, what do you reckon? Would that be the Bears? Yeah, I reckon. They were, mm. they were pushing around that time. So he said they booed him and he just went, no, I'm done. They don't like me anymore. I'm fucking out of here. You're out of there, yeah. He went on to make a grand final. He made the grand year. final, yeah. <laughs> and he still quit. He still got out of there. Uh, he holds a grudge, doesn't he? Well, I'm just going to say, you're a bit fucking soft there, buddy. <laughs> I mean, of course they're going to boo you. You're coaching shit. So fucking lift your game. And he did. And they got to the grand final. Uh, did he think when they were cheering, he should have gone, oh, now they like me. I, I should stick around. I've got a feeling he talked about that 94 grand final breaking him a little bit, though, too. Is that right? Yeah, I feel like Geelong might have been a few goals up. And then they got run over by the Eagles. The 80, 84. No, 90, 94 was the one they lost by a lot, wasn't it? I can't remember how much they... You know what? 94 was the year that I got uh, arrested. Oh, the 94 grand final for Drunken Disorderly. d and yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, spin that yarn again. Uh, so basically, we'd watched the grand final. I went to a house party in uh, South Melbourne, here in Melbourne, <laughs> on Beaconsfield Parade. And it was pissing down rain that night. And we were, we were loitering around a closed service station. You weren't loitering, were you? We were closed? Loitering, loitering with intent. Really? It was not, was not even open? No, because we couldn't get a cab. Right, uh-huh. so we were waiting there for ages, and it was the only place we could stay dry because yep. it had the big uh, cover. How are you trying to get a cab then? You kind of hailing one? Or you have you called one? No, we didn't call one because our mobile phones didn't exist. They wouldn't have, yeah. No, so we were trying to hail one, and then we were all fucking around, and then I ended up hailing the cops, and then they went, uh, "You guys seem really drunk," and so they locked us up. So why did uh, all of it? Yeah, so it wasn't just you. No, it was four of us. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So how, you're not allowed just to be kind of drunk and and harmless in a public place. I guess maybe we were like, you know. Maybe people had been kicking petrol bowsers and the like. Just oh, okay. It was a bit of shenanigans going Tom on. Tomfoolery. Yeah, yeah, okay. Horseplay. There was horseplay. <laughs> and possibly maybe someone uh, in the houses opposite... Had complained. Had complained, yeah, and called it... Uh, fucking low dogs called the cops. When you say the fucking rats, yeah. Yeah. You fucking, we can go back there. Yeah, we can, if go, we can we find should go, go back to each house and just knock on the door and give them a fright. And just, just say, go. Remember this bike 25 years ago? Yeah, 94 what? grand final. What's it mean to you? You make any and calls? Bop. Um, what do you mean hailing the cop car? 
So I thought it was a cab. Yeah. So I waved to it and then they pulled up right in front of me. I find that that weird, man. These boys in blue, they're getting a bit heavy handed 25 years ago. Yeah. I didn't think I needed to be tasered. I did not need to be rolled up in a carpet and beaten. Sure. Where did they take you? Uh, South Melbourne Cop Shop. Yeah, Which is where I spent my four hours. And they split you up? Yeah. So they split four of us up. One of my mates ended up in a cell with me. And uh, so we were drenched and freezing. So Uh we were shivering in the corner. Um, And we we stayed in the one corner of the room. So it's like a concrete room. There's a little bit of like a concrete bed. Uh-huh. But we didn't have access to that because Brian from Sunshine was in there. <laughs> and so when we got into the <laughs> when we got into the cell, Brian was asleep. And then we wo- he woke up and he saw us too. And he's like, how's it fucking going, fellas? Really? I'm Brian from Sunshine. Really? Like, Brian from Sunshine? <laughs> it was pretty... It was what pretty was Brian up. in for? Uh, he was also in there for drunkenness oil. But Brian was a regular. <laughs> and so Brian had been in there before. And then Brian started... That's a fair trek, though, to go from Sunshine to South Melbourne. Maybe he'd been at the Star Bar, uh-huh. perhaps. Remember the old Star Bar on Clarendon Street? Yeah, rough, rough it was idea, a, yeah. a pretty shit uh, pub that people would go to, particularly like uh, footballers and, you know, it was a footy pub. And Brian woke up and then Brian thought he would take it upon himself. So he went up to the door and there's like wire mesh bit that you can sort of call out to the main bit. And he was just there just going, fucking coppers, fuck you coppers. And me and my friend are in the corner just going, oh, don't do this, bro. Oh, don't God. bring attention. They're oh, never, Brian. They're never going to let us out. Classic Brian. It was, yeah, standard Brian action. So you're in there for about four hours or so. When they let, what, do you get a fine or anything? No, that, that's kind of, that. that's your... Um, Punishment. Yeah. Do they take your shoelaces and belt and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, they took my fucking shoelaces off. Because really? I had Doc Martens on, right? So I had like lots of, I have really long laces. Mm-hmm. But it's like... How fucking weak am I? I'm just going to go. <laughs> this I is out of line. Three and a half hours. I can't handle it. I'm going to top myself. So okay. they, yeah, they took my uh, yeah took my laces and my belt. And then they send you on your merry way. Yeah, about, like, yeah out into the darkness. What, what like four pm? Uh, no, I reckon it was even later than that. I reckon it was about five am that we got let out, and we went to the McDonald's in Clarendon Street because it was a 24 hour one, the one on City Road mm-hmm. underneath the freeway there. And we went there and we all kind of, you know, talked through our stories and stuff. And they give you a sheet that basically says that because you've spent the night in, that's the end of it and you won't be getting, you know, charged or you don't have to do anything more from here on in. Do you get the gang back together every now and then? Oh, we all still we all still see each other. I actually know one of us, uh, he lives in Hobart, so we haven't seen him for a while. Okay, sure. He's on the run. What about Brian? Do you catch up with Brian? Mark? Yeah, absolutely. Brian's a really good bloke. Are we catching up? We have a, um, we have a premiership uh, reunion with him <laughs> yeah. every, every year. I catch up with Brian. I miss Brian. Hey, on the topic of premiership reunions, Geelong had theirs. They had theirs yesterday down at the Cattery when they were playing the Eagles. Yeah, well, they kept talking about on the coverage yesterday that Jimmy Bartell couldn't make it. Jimmy Bartell was working. On he was Channel down in Launceston. Yeah, and Cameron Ling was down there for radio as well. Yes. And then there's also, well, there are a few people playing. Gary Ambert was playing. Yep. Selwood was playing. Hawkins was playing. Yeah, so they had a photo, actually, with all the players who were down there. and you Out know, on the field. And yeah. they also had one special guest, didn't they? Which is quite nice. It was quite nice that Bomber went along. Yeah, so Bomber Thompson made it back to, to Grievous Bodley Harm Stadium. Yeah, he's not just kind of hiding away in his garage and, you know, willing to get out there and face the world. Yeah. I quite like that. He's left his den. Yeah, He yeah. said to the fellas, he said to the boys that are living there, he said, hey, 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 tat face, I'm um, just going to be ducking out for a bit. Yeah. He goes, oh, you're going to the... Uh, Oh, you, you go into that uh, detention centre to see that woman that you were hanging with. Oh, nah, yeah, you're no. going to get a hangover. I'm cashing a mobile phone, are you? I hope, I hope he's okay. I do hope he is okay. Yeah. You know what? He, he Guest uh, of the show, friend of the show. Absolutely. He was yeah. fantastic. He arrived with Matthew Stokes. Um, oh, well, that's a combination. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember that uh, no, there's, there's, Matthew there's Stokes there. was uh, charged with trafficking and possessing cocaine. So there's no... I'm not, make, I'm not uh, drawing any connection. I'm just stating facts Bummer. Here. Pick your friends better. Yes. 
But it was great that he was down there. I reckon it'll be great for the players to see him because, like you say, he is a recluse. And I think a lot of them are really unsure as to what uh, Bomber is up to and what he's like because mm. he doesn't get in contact with them. Yeah. And so I think, you know, when we had um, uh, Matthew Scarlett on Front Bar mm-hmm. and I said to him, have you, have you spoken to Bomber? And he said, no, nah, I haven't. You know, I sent him a text and just never kind of hear back. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be the kind of thing. You'd withdraw. You'd, yeah. you'd be embarrassed and, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you've got things to worry about, man. So how many players made it down? There was only like 15 or something. I, I don't think know the final figure, but if the, the th- very three that I knew that kind of couldn't make it because there were commitments and the like. And then the others who were playing. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, do you feel like you want a bit more of a, a bigger function than something like that? Or do I would have thought do you think so. This was like the bit of a reunion at the ground, but they're going to have a big dinner and the like. I you I would imagine so. One one that they could all make, like maybe in an October, that mm. they go, we're all free. Then hopefully most of us are free or on remand. Because I sometimes think about those ones where they win multiple premierships and you know in a short period of time, where you kind of go, oh, we we were just here two years ago. Yeah, you know? I, I I do agree. Like with the Hawthorne ones, you would just have to have. Yeah, are you going to do one 20, 20, uh, 23, 24, 25? I, I would say you'd have one all encompassing one because. How many core players would there be that played in all three? Six played in all four. Yeah. How many played in all three, though? Uh, like I'd probably 15-ish? be up about... 15-ish? Yeah. 12, 15? Yeah. yeah so you'd have those core blokes, they'd be the ones, and then you let all the other hangers on, the losers, who only won oh, one. Like, only won one, yeah. One or two. Yeah, whatever, shall make it. So yeah, exactly. This yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You, mate. yeah, you know we only just put you in because you hadn't won one. <laughs> so I think it was great that they were down there for that. But um, i tell you what, the... the Geelong are up and about, aren't they? Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah. It's, they're looking, it's annoying. They're looking good. Yeah, they're good. They're like, I mean, not good again, but like they're premiership contender, aren't they? Yeah, you really got to think that. They've, they've, they've found, the, they saw the weakness and they fixed it. They mm. went and got Luke Dalhouse. They went and got uh, Gary Rowan and they've changed the way that they play now. And all those youngsters they've got coming through, they're actually doing a really good job. Yeah, no, they're doing a great job. You know who I want to win overall right now? Who's right that? now. I want the Giants to win it. Yeah, you're a fan of the Giants. I want the Giants to win because I like them. The Giants? I like the way they play. The yep. Giants, mm. and I think that the number of them seem like nice guys. Yep. Um, I, uh, it's going to be a hell of a party if Mummy um, salutes once, once more. Lucky Whitfield. You could Surely stay. he retires too. Surely if you win a flag, I'm like... Imagine the party back at Craig Lambert's place. Yeah, it's going to be enormous. Um, and also, I feel like they're a little bit past that, oh, they just got all the number one picks period yes you know people have left it's a bit of a different squad yep. there's still a few people there but like you would for any club if they got high draft picks they're gonna have those people there but i feel like it's not just like oh fucking afl did it like it, there's been enough time i kind of like the way port adelaide are playing too. yeah yeah i enjoyed that as well i think it's the youngsters coming through michael i'm excited by the kids yeah yeah you just want a bit of a eagerness mate don't you I, i'm really enjoying that um you're kind of rosy than the like he's killing it yeah yeah he's fine you know as uh, as our recruiter craig coombe said he was um I mean, you know, it was just, it was the, the ultimate super draft, but he said Rosie was something special, and he was surprised that he went as deep as he did. He thought he could have even gone, you know, two or three. He ended up going about five, didn't he, in the uh, end? I think, I'm, yeah, I reckon he might be right. Might Maybe even been pick six. Yeah, okay. Um, but the Eagles, where, where do you think their Eagles are at? Like, they, you know... It's falling apart, mate. It is? The wheels are falling apart. Well, they tried something different. They flew direct to Avalon. That's right. They did this week. So they flew from Perth to Avalon rather than going from... You know, Perth to Tullamarine. So people from uh, not from here, from Melbourne, uh, Avalon Airport's on the way to Geelong. Would that yes. be right? Yeah. yeah so it's about an hour, well, an hour from town, 45 from town. From Melbourne? From town. From oh, Melbourne from Geelong? Town. No, from, from Melbourne <laughs> to Avalon. Yes. Yeah, 45? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I haven't done it for a long, long time. And then I it's did it about this morning. 
It's about 20 minutes to... Geelong. Geelong, yeah. yeah. Did you really do it this morning? Yeah, because I came back from Lawn. Um, you flew to Lawn? No, I drove. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that so, was but, weird. But if they flew into Tullamarine, it would be like another hour and a, hour and a half, basically, with traffic. Well, it's a bit different because you've got to go on the Sky Bus. You've got to go into town, onto oh. to Spencer, uh, to Southern Cross. Yeah, get the train Then you've got to get the train. So, yeah, yeah so it adds a long time. But, but, I mean, but you know, bear in mind, you do get free Wi-Fi on the Sky Bus. <laughs> do you? Yeah, it never fucking works, but you do get it. Are you a Skybus man? Yeah, every now and then, because I'm a cheapskate. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. So the way it used to work, I could Skybus it and then tram it and cost me like 25 bucks, but a cab was like 50 or 60 Yeah, or okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and now where I live now, it's like fucking 80 from the airport. It's bullshit. That's because you live in a very nice area. Yeah, yeah. A bit the further eastern away. part of But yeah, of no, it, it, it's purely... But I, so many times I've been a fucking idiot. When it comes to planes and traveling, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll, um, I'll catch the bus into town. Yeah. And then I'll get to the hotel from then. It, it all goes wrong. I always get on the wrong bus. I remember doing this for a wedding about two years ago. In, I went to Adelaide, land in Adelaide. And I was like, okay, I'll catch the bus. And then I wanted to get a photo of the stubby holder on the footbridge. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just walking around fucking this park in Adelaide. Not know where. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Got to, anyway, long story short, I end up changing into my suit in the toilets at the wedding venue going, just catch a fucking cab, you dickhead. Yeah. You, you Every time it backfires on me. You're doing better than that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're better than a man who has to change at a venue. Oh, God, it was awful. So, uh, anyway, it, yeah, I got to Avalon. It didn't work for the Eagles. They travelled straight, they flew direct to Avalon. It didn't help them at all. Like a flog by Geelong. Mm. But Geelong actually tried that a few years ago as well. They flew from Avalon to Perth in a game against uh, West Coast. But what Geelong did was because. Um, they had to charter a flight. So I think each AFL team is allocated a certain amount of tickets for each flight that they get. So you get your travelling players and then like 10 staff or whatever. Uh-huh. So say, you know, say Geelong's going to play in Brisbane. They go, you've got your 25 in the team, your coaches and your staff. And the really? Virgin pay for that. Yep, okay. So then the hanger, hangers on like the president and the board or whatever, yeah. they have to pay or the club pays for that. Yeah, the club would have to pay for that themselves. Very interesting. So when they chartered their own flight, the um, Virgin said, we'll give you that same amount, but the rest of it you have to fill out yourself. So Geelong, in their wisdom, were like, well, we shouldn't, you know, we don't want to pay for this. It's going to come out, come out of our soft cap. So what we'll do is we'll sell a package where if, if you're a fan... You get to fly on the, plane, on the plane, you get a ticket to the game, and you get to fly home with the players because they came home that night straight after the game. Dude. But what they didn't think about was that uh, uh, Geelong lost. The pl- the people that they'd flown over with had been on the piss all day and just started potting the players <laughs> when they got back on the flight. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just fucking giving it to them. From fucking, row 18. Yeah, yeah, Tomahawk, <laughs> you suck. Fucking, uh, you duck cell. You just wait until the uh, stewards have the trolley in the way so we can't get through. Yeah, you yeah. Go, you're fucking low dog, you fucking... Yeah. Snatched all those marks So they got stuck into them For the flight back That's which awesome is, And it's a four hour flight It's not a quick flight back <laughs> And so they went uh, Probably won't do that again <laughs> Oh that's awesome Yeah So they hadn't really thought that one through I'm surprised that they Aren't flying to Perth From Avalon uh, Just in, in a normal sense Yeah 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 There's not a flight every now and then That might go to Perth Yeah how many What flights do go out of Avalon? Because I remember early days When they had it I think this might have been back when Was it Jetstar or something Couldn't fly from Tullamarine? Yeah I reckon it was Jetstar Yeah I think I used to do it Every now and then Not very often Like once or twice I reckon I've done it But I I'm trying to think What would go there They Are the regional ones maybe? No I don't think they do I think they'll go from From Tuller yeah. But also Um 
you know, sometimes you'll see like a bargain of a flight and people don't realise that it's Avalon. Yes, you go, oh, my lucky day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only 15 bucks. Oh, what? Avalon to Sydney via Brisbane. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. didn't read the fine print. Did not read the fine print at all. Now, you were talking about the G- uh, GWS. You want them to uh, to take it all. I wouldn't mind that. Hold up the Premiership Cup. To, I would to, not mind that. To the Holy Grail. Did you call Callan Ward up onto the podium? Nah, fuck him. No? Nah. Not enough history? No, nah, you know who you do get up there? Israel Folau. Oh yeah, you get him up there. Yeah, yeah, Izzy, you deserve. And this, you mate. give him, you give him the mic. Give him, <laughs> give him the mic and say, say what mate, you want. Yep. As long as you like. Who don't you like here? <laughs> Who shouldn't be here is. But you know what? Uh, um, their GWS superstar Brett Deledio has called for the reintroduction of the cola, the um, the cost, cost of, of living, living allowance. allowance. He reckons it should be reintroduced because it's just too hard. To be able to live in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. So he talked about losing money on rent each week. He said he's he's he reckons he's lost money every week since he moved his family north to Simon GWS. Now either either he's getting really poorly paid, poorly paid, or is he? Well, there's in something such up. A there's something up, lit. So he's in such a fucking mansion <laughs> that he's losing money each week. I'm trying to work out how he's losing money. So say his pay is it, what it would have to be. What minimum three? Say say minimum. it is three hundred grand. Yeah, okay, okay. which it's not. He'd be a lot more than that. Okay, yeah, and that's not apart from deals or whatever, you know. Yeah, so that's uh, what that's six grand. Well, the corporate speaking, he'd be doing as a yeah, as a beloved right. member of the GWS family. That in is the, true in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. He would be doing. He'd be paying rent. So he's got, well, I know one kid, maybe two. Okay, now. Oh yeah, cool. of course he lived near your mum yeah, and dad. Near mum and dad. So he's probably still got that house in Melbourne, which he'd own, which he'd probably rent out. Uh, I can't can't say too much. Okay. Um, but Chambers got a little uh, little little bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then he's he needs to get some kind of financial advisor in, I think. Well, I would have thought so. Or he stretched himself a bit too thin. Well, if you let's have a look at this. I'm worried about his savings. That's what I'm trying to say because he's not too far from the end. Well, he's he's earning twenty five thousand dollars a month. Okay. That all. Now, if you divide that by four, so he's earning six thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, sure. A week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but that's okay. uh, b- uh, like tax and the like. That's pre-tax. Yeah, pre-tax. So say, all right. Mm, so you chuck that down about half. So what? So three. say three grand. Let's he's earning three say, grand a week. Yeah, okay, roughly. Yeah. So his house that he's he's uh, he's stupidly mm. renting is three thousand dollars per week. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you've got a three bedroom. per week. Like, from my experience, I can say that I I find that the major difference in Sydney is the rental and property. True. So, that's that's the major difference. I I don't find there to be any difference in terms of food, clothing. Okay. So, the rest of it is is as normal as we pay down in other states. I feel it would be, yeah. I actually think the food in Sydney is a little bit cheaper than Melbourne, to be honest. Yeah, I feel it would be. And I'm not not out there. And also, he's not buying coffee because it's so terrible. Oh, my God. The coffee. Oh, my God. That's the thing you missed about Melbourne. The the coffee they're shopping (laughs) in Laneway bars. Yeah. Um, But he... Yeah, so I... I, The only thing they're kind of bringing the cola in for is for property market. But he's paying $12,000 per month on a house. It could be a really sweet place, though. It's going to be a fucking very <laughs> sweet really place. Nice. Like if he's if he's saying to his wife, "I'm just going to the Eastern Wing," mm. then perhaps Delid, yeah, you got yeah. to pull, rein it in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, do you need have the butler bring me a mock, um, yeah. a mocktail? Do you need that twelve 
car garage no, no. lids. And also, if do you reckon he's living in the eastern suburbs of Sydney or is he living out towards west? I reckon he'd be out towards west just by the fact that it'd be a fair hike in the morning. Yeah. If you had For to training. go all the way to Homebush, yeah. So therefore... He could be living north, though. He could be living a bit north. But even so, that's a, a bit of a killer. But yeah, yeah, kind of get go and go a bit northwest, and it's it's pretty sick. But it's going to be a little bit cheaper there, isn't it? You'd imagine so. Yeah. yeah. So if he is in double his bay, twelve thousand dollar a month. Place, well, I mean, you, you, for that you're getting something pretty special. For so that. basically, Delidio is up there losing money. This poor guy, each week that he's not playing, each week that he's in rehab, yeah. He, his wife's going, oh, can I have some money for this? He goes, I can't. No. It's all gone. No, no. He's only eating the club. Like, he actually, <laughs> when they hand out the lollies at yeah. like half time, he pockets it. <laughs> for his kids. Um, when they have a post-game piece of pizza, he's not. He's eating the crust. Yeah, he's pretending. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, I love this recovery food. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also. But what are you recovering from, Lids? You haven't run out there. Oh, but I'm still part of the team. He talks about it more from the perspective of the first and second year players who aren't oh, earning as much. So okay. he was saying they need to be looked after. Because I reckon, what are they getting tops? 90 grand, is that right? 90 grand then plus match payments? Would yeah, that I be think right? that is. For I think rookie? even the rookie. No. Th- for rookie first year, whatever. Yeah, let's say So you're that. on that for like two years? Yeah. Yeah. And so he was saying those people need to be helped out a bit. And the AFL did a few years ago, if you remember this, this is like four years ago, I think, when they got rid of Cola. They said they would give you rent assistance for a period, I don't know if they still do, for any, any Sydney player who was earning under the average wage. Okay, now, well, that makes sense. At the time, the average wage was about $260,000. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were earning $259,000, you were getting a cheeky 50 from the AFL from Gill. Just to help you out with the uh, with <laughs> covering the bills. Why don't okay? Which is a bit, I would suggest, a tad rig- ridiculous. <laughs> How about here's an idea: the AFL invests in these uh, these cities that they have you know complaints about the cost of living. Mm-hmm. They just have a super house, so you have the GWS super house. So it's you, like the Big Brother compound. You live in one place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they had at Breakfast Point. Yeah, like well, they get like the the bachelor mansion or something. Yeah, yeah. Play ten of trains. That seems together. to fit like fifteen people and lives together. Hmm. You got forty four blokes living together. What a great what a great camaraderie. You if that team doesn't win, you're going to salute a lot quicker, aren't you? Yeah, you're probably going to have a lot of players wanting to leave the club as quickly as they can. But uh-huh. still, and it will fucking smell. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> it wouldn't be good. Um, I reckon the yeah for for rental for give an example I reckon say the place um, I had before I went to Sydney yes that place in the similar type and location in Sydney would be double is that right yeah I reckon yeah but you were doing very well where you lived I'm doing very well full stop yeah where were you Clavelle and also nowhere, here's my here's my Sydney here's my Sydney thing yeah nowhere in Sydney has a nice bathroom is that right places in Sydney don't have nice bathrooms what do you guys do up there uh, it's just just modern. No, no, no modern. There's no modern beautiful. And there's no beautiful shower heads. Is that right? Mm. That's my little fun chamber fact about Sydney. You don't. You don't hear Delids complain about. No, his. no, he's not complaining about bathrooms. No, no, because no, he's in a twelve thousand dollar <laughs> a month mansion. Hey, just quick question without notice. Oh, come on, mate. You know, you know, you've been warned. How do they work out meters gained? Uh, because we don't have markings on our grounds like they're doing. You know, the NFL. Yeah, sure, sure. So, is it from kicking forward? And then also, I think I think it's any meter gain, like running with the ball, and handballing forward. So anything yeah, that you do that helps your team move the ball. Anything forward. that goes forward, so not not a you know sideways kick. I wouldn't have thought so. No, I think it's anything that advances your team forward. But how do they work that out? Like, are they afterwards going back, stopping the play, going, that's where that started. This is where that. But they know it during the game. Well, they can look at the little markings on the field. 
You know those squares on the field? Are they designated like 10, 15 metres? Well, there was the thing with BT the other week. He measured one and said it was nine metres. Okay. But I'm not sure. Each ground may have a different length, a different yep. size. But you go and you kind of could map it out, couldn't but I guess even if like if you start in the middle of one and then it goes to like one and a half, are they working it out that quickly? Like is someone just yelling out two boxes, one and a half box? Yeah, yeah. One point two boxes. Some kind of Rain Man dude in the yeah, okay. Rain Man dude in the uh, in the box next to Champion Data. He's very he's very annoying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, he is. He can't tell you what, after the match. Go with the cast. Yeah, he he knows he knows his stuff. I I just can't I just can't work out how they can be so accurate about it at the time. I can see if you go back and you worked out the length of the ground and. You know, you might be able to put markings down, but do they check it from behind the goals vision? Is that how they tell it? Well, it could be, it could be, or it could just be total bullshit. That's just another stat they want us to believe. Oh, I don't, I don't. That's not something the AFL would do to us, <laughs> mate. It's not something that they would do. Hey, uh, can we talk about the fucking? We're burying the fucking lead. Oh, I can't I, believe we're half an hour in. I don't think people really want to talk about. We're this. absolutely burying the lead. To be honest, like, I, I, I don't want to. We're completely burying the lead. That that. That Dylan Shield is now going to be doing real estate work. Yeah. Uh, for one of the fans of Essendon. Unbelievable, isn't it? He's going to do a bit of a part-time gig. Good on him. This this is per- and I, I don't see anything wrong with this at all, Michael. This is all above board. It's been ticked off by by Ken Wood down at the AFL. It has been ticked off. So this is no nothing dodgy in this at all. He just wants to learn about property whilst getting an extra wage as he does it. That, he doesn't even care about the extra wage. It just happens to be there. He's going to go work for the company of one of the. Uh, Coterie Club president, Essendonian. I, I see. I see no problem with this. Essendonian at all. is a shit word. I reckon. Is that made up? I know there's Carltonians. Yeah. Well, I, I figure. I mean, wouldn't it make sense if you kind of lived in Carlton, you'd be a Carltonian? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, f- I think so. every every place like that has a a name. Yeah. Okay. But Essendonian, I, I would never say that I grew up next to Essendonians. Yeah. Have you met my friend uh, yeah. Fred? He's an Essendonian. <laughs> Is he? he you seems know, like a bit of a fuckwit. What was his name? Brett from Sunshine? Brian! Brian, sorry. Jesus. He's a Sunshinian. Yeah, okay. I get it. But I, I, I think I think it's going to be great for Shield to be able to, you know, while he's out on the field, he's thinking about property. He's thinking about metres gain. He he's knows thinking about metres, metres gain. Yeah. He knows metres gains. He knows metres squared. He's thinking, how much would that cost? What would Brett Deledio pay for this? Yeah, what will we get in different parts of the world? So if you're playing up in Darwin, what, what's that, you know, metres squared? If you're playing over in GWS, what's, what's it you know, like there? What's that worth? Yeah, SEG. He's going to earn 20 grand a year. Is that all? Yeah, but receiving valuable experience and first-hand opportunities to invest in future projects, as all staff do. Well, there we go. So they, they land a little deal and they go, hey, do you want to get in on the ground floor? Well, that's not too bad because Essendon have been renowned uh, for turning their players into, um, you know, property moguls. Because Bomber Thompson, formerly of Essendon, of course, of Geelong, he brought up, he bought up property uh, near Geelong and he made like $7 million. It says he? here, uh, him and Adrian Dodoro. Yep, he's the list manager. Split a $14 million jackpot after an investment of $394,000 each. That's not a bad little profit. Yeah, you'd be happy with that uh, return. And also, I didn't know this one. You said you were aware of this story, but Andrew Welsh mm. was last year named as top 25 young rich list with an estimated $121 million. I had no idea. Yeah, so he bought up that property that basically was from between like sort of Geelong and Torquay. Remember, it was just fields? And he bought into that. And so that's all housing now. Well, they talk about here with Shield as well in that one of the projects that they have working on with the company 
large-scale residential projects, West Melbourne. The other one, a new $2 billion town on a the town? Byron Bay coast. They're building a town. I don't think Byron Bay needs an extra town. They're going to get all the unvaccinated people and oh, put yeah. them in that town. That's not bad. Hopefully it's, it's got a big, big fence. Yeah, a big wall around yeah. it and a bubble over the top. <laughs> yeah, and just say, enjoy your measles. <laughs> you know, tetanus really hurts. So he's going to head off. He, he does have a bit of a look of a, a real estate agent, I reckon, Dylan Shield. Yeah, I could see him I could see him moving uh, smoothly yeah, through the I house. I could see him kind of going through going, yeah, this one's, uh, yeah. you know, you check out the, the veranda out there and yeah. a great place to raise kids. And uh, yeah. And anyway, I've got another appointment coming in here in 10 minutes. <laughs> hey, um, we should probably talk about the big, big story, Adam. There's no need to bring it up, mate. It's in the past. How do you feel? So, the Mighty Hawks oh, fucking came back from six goals you. down. Fucking beat Look, you in Tasmania. I don't want to talk... Oh, we don't play well in Tasmania. Mate, I don't want to talk about, you know, Liam Jones missing the ball, mate. Uh-huh. You know, just he just he just dropped the ball. Dropped the ball and was it Shields? Just kicked the goal. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about that. But I want to talk about I don't that want to talk about. Anything. I don't want to talk about the fact that Jager O'Meara had 43 fucking touches. He did. And we did nothing to stop it, even though he had 26 and a half times. No, he didn't And we didn't try. fucking send anyone to him. No, he didn't try. He and was he was that up. I don't want to talk about the fact that Luke Bruce can take a mark in the pocket on the fucking boundary line and all of a sudden can just fucking walk in at his leisure mm-hmm. and the umpires do nothing about it and he can basically kick a goal from almost in front. I'm not going to talk about that. I want to talk about that. I don't that want to most. talk about that. I don't want to talk about the fact that Matthew Cruz sits on the bench for the last part of the last quarter. I fucking don't. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the fact that we blew a six fucking goal lead. You did. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And also, you nearly won it with like a second to go as well. Well, we would have tied it. Well, oh, no, yeah. No, that, you would have won by point. No, that's right. You you meant when Harry, Harry took Mackay. a mark, but there was a Hawthorne player behind. I think it might have been Gunston. I can't remember. Um, kind of it gave up as the siren sounded, so we don't quite know what the full contest would have been like. Yes. But having said that, Harry's a great mark, so he probably would have snagged it. And he probably would have turned around and he would have put it through the high diddle diddle and you would have won by a point. A classic victory down in Launceston. But did you? No. Fuck you, mate. <laughs> Fucking hell. I was so... You know... We should have watched it together. Why didn't we do that? Well, because I was down in Lawn. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I wasn't here. No, I, w- I definitely would have... No, I would have... Fuck, I would have hurt you yesterday. Who are you watching with? Uh, just some guys in the pub that I didn't know, but yep. uh, they quickly... The lawn pub, the big one there? Yes. Yeah. So they quickly worked out that I was a Carlton supporter, mm-hmm. um, and then this Hawthorne supporter came and sat next to me. I'm like, don't fucking oh, sit dude, next fuck to me. Oh, dude, fuck off. And then he was being like, you know, saying like normal things, like, oh, that, that wasn't great by Liam Jones. I'm like, you fucking think I don't know that, you <laughs> stupid fucking man? I don't, to, I don't want little footy friends. Even you're at a game and like someone decides they want to talk to you, and you're like, no, don't. I want to give a running commentary during the game. I yeah. remember going to one game. I might have even been there with you. And there was a bloke in front of us who kept on turning around and wanting to kind of comment on the game. People love like, the fucking turn around, like, don't they? What the fuck are you doing? We or don't we, know you and you're interrupting. Yeah. Or, you know, when you say something funny and people turn around to smile at you like, oh, we got that. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I fucking know I'm funny, mate. That's never happened. I fucking <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't lie to the people. Fuck you and your fucking dirt. Oh, your shit team with your fucking Chad Wingard gets off the fucking chain. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? And everyone was out. We had, we, that, was, that was basically a box hill that you played yesterday. No, no, you did a good job, man. You did a good job. Even at six goals up, I was like, this is not enough. This yeah. is not enough. And then when you started coming back, I was like, oh, this is all over. And then you guys got to, what, 17 points in front? I think it was 15, I think, yeah. And then we and then we started to pile it on. Yeah, yeah, in the last couple of minutes. Yeah, I was I was getting ready to relax. Thought we needed one more to ice it. Yeah, ice it. yeah. And then you came back. Was it Fisher hit the post? Yes, it was. Yeah, so that would have made it a tie. That would have tied it, yeah, had yeah. Fish hit the post. So I am glad that he hit the post. Oh, yeah. And also put the... Well, would you have been happy with the draw at all? 
Uh, at that point, I probably would have yeah, taken actually, a draw yeah. because we were that far Where behind. Where you come from, yeah. But at half time, no, I, I certainly would have. I mean, the fact, mate, Levi Casbolt kicked a goal out of the ruck. That was unbelievable. It was fucking. Yeah. I was like, am I in a dream? All of a sudden, I, I hear the commentator going, Caswell, and I'm like, that, that's not meant to happen. No, that doesn't that, happen. It doesn't. It never happens. <laughs> uh, Silvani's soccer goal, mm. incredible. Yeah. And I was just like, I was just like, this is too good, too good to be true, and it fucking was. The footy gods hate me, Michael. So you're one and five, but you're probably better than one and five, mate. You're better than one in five. You know what I say? It was a very honourable loss. Mm. And I think that as a Carlton supporter, we should uh, take these honourable losses. Brendan Bolton yeah. was pretty broken. That, that was the best that we've uh, ever played under Brendan Bolton. You really think that? Yep, absolutely. By a mile. That, that was the best that Carlton has shown. And you know what? I'm starting to think we're a little bit like Brisbane were in the first half of last year. Mm-hmm. Remember, I think they were like one and nine before they started. They, you know, were in close games. They just couldn't ice them. They, you know, and then in the second half of the year, they they turned it on because they gelled, and that's what I'm hoping the Blues do. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Because it's just it's not it's not fun watching Carlton lose all the time, is it, Michael? Oh, you can get there. You it's can get just, there, and no, it's end. not that enjoyable, buddy. Nah, you can you can find it find it. You can dig deep, and you can find it just a little bit funny in your heart. Fuck, it would have been nice beating you. Yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this will turn and bite me on the ass very quickly. I am just mucking around. So I the junk time is out there. So when Carlton beat us, you go, fucking Chamber, you low dog. I'm just joking. And you'll do the same to me when you guys win. Yeah, you better. You fucking. Yeah. Mate, if we had a one yesterday, I would have yeah. been on the phone to yeah, you. Sure. To oh, I, think the, I think you. Didn't you send me a message at the start of the game saying, fuck you, cunts, or something? I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was meant to go to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. That was, that was definitely meant that for was you. It was at the very start of the game. I hadn't, and nothing had even happened yet. No, but I just. I hate. You just had to send a little message. Just to let you know I was thinking of you, buddy. Little dear, dear friend. Yeah. <laughs> should we do a couple of footballers in real life, Adam? We should, mate. Uh, here from... Uh, I don't have who it's from, but we'll say adequately. That's their their Twitter tag. Twitter handle. But yes, but not the full one. Because I don't want people looking people up, do I? Oh, I don't think it's going to hurt. I mean, they sent it to us. It's public. Uh, Ex-football uh, in real life, Mick McGuan at the Mooney Valley Pokies mm, on classy. Easter Sunday. Classy. Easter Sunday Pokies session. We'd probably get a roast down there. Yeah, that'd be handy. Well, we could have got a lot more than a roast. Here we go. Mm. Playing the dollar machines in brackets, doing well for himself. He had over $1,700 when I first when I first saw, but $81 <laughs> after t- about 10 minutes later. Sorry, I'm leaving five minutes later looking very slumber. You would. You would. How Fuck. can you... Oh, that would be like, is that like a bit of a tally? How do you know you got $1,700? Uh, that is a good question, I suppose. It depends on how, how quickly you get. No, you know you know where your money is. You, like you, you've got, if you've ever played the pokies, you know how much credit you've got. So you can see it. Oh, okay. So they probably saw there. the credit on the Yeah, absolutely. Thing. Yeah, they got very close to uh, Mick McGuan. 81, too. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they did a good job seeing around Mick McGuan. Because he has put on some serious Oh, is weight. he a big lad, is he? Oh, he's a large lad, yeah. He actually, he coached some friends of mine up at Gisborne. Mm-hmm. And this is a seniors team that he coached. And he put them through such a grueling pre-season training, like um, a pre-season training camp sort of thing, that parents of adults were coming down to the club and going, this is fucking Oh, long. really? Yeah, they were just like, he's a fucking psychopath. I miss Mick McGon. Like, I know he's on the radio every now, like, have the remedial career, but also I miss him as a commentator. I thought he was really good. He writes good articles. He's still writing for the Herald it's Sun. It's very incisive, yeah. 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 Why wouldn't they get him down to a club to just, um, you know, impart his knowledge? He's got a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's he does. It's funny how they yeah. lose a lot of those players to the... To I don't know, they just lose them. Yeah, he was a bit of a wild child. I don't know if that still continues, or maybe that stuff hangs around a bit. 
Mate, he goes to the uh, Mooney Valley Pokers on Easter Sunday. Sunday. That's fucking wild in my books. Have you ever been down there? I'm fucking out. goes off. Um, from Gibraltar, uh, on the Anzac Day just passed, I was having dinner on Glenferry Road in Hawthorne with my wife and a few friends from Canberra. Oh, delightful evening out. As we exited the restaurant, I spotted a large man walking towards us. It took my brain a few seconds to register who it was. Tom Lynch. Hot off a win against Melbourne the night before. He was walking with a female companion and casually dressed in a baggy navy sweater and shorts. Shorts. My Canberra friends had no idea who had just walked past, but me being a huge Richmond fan was starstruck. I was too tongue-tied to say anything, but I watched Tom and his friend get into a new-looking four-wheel drive and drive off. Have to be a Jeep. Uh, that'd be Richmond's sponsor? Yep. Yeah, sure. I'll tell you what, he... Tom be, Lynch. Tom would, Lynch. It would be a bit of a shock for him getting recognised now, wouldn't it? Because uh, he would have been so anonymous on the Gold Coast. And he's a big fella, like he's, yeah. what, six and a half foot. Yep. Think about Tom Lynch, uh, how do you sum him up? Mr. Personality. Yes. I think, I think you've got to sum up Tom Lynch with a couple of words. Bit of a live wire. Mr. Personality. Yeah. Uh, from Anonymous. GWS Star Academy pick last year, Kieran Briggs. As a Giants member and tragic, unfortunately, the story I have to tell isn't great as it involves him cutting me off while he's while driving his mum's X-Trail. <laughs> I knew it was him as he was wearing a team polo and I recognised his face from various Instagram posts from the club. I think he needs to calm down on the road and should probably um, stop putting mum's car into sports mode until he's off his peas. <laughs> I love it. Kieran Briggs. That is a fucking great footballer That's in real a great life. get. Yes, that's fantastic. I appreciate that one. Hey, yeah, uh, we're going to hit the road, Adam. We are Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Go Hawks. <sighs> Go Hawks. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.